Welcome to the Board and DE Podcast. And now your host, Tucker. What's going on, everybody? Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is Tuck. We got my co-host, Jarrell. And we got Miss Shayna Shane. She said that's her name from How y'all State. doing? How y'all feeling? Yes. Oh, we feeling fine. We feeling fine. I'm going to have to start first thing off. First things first. Are you from Delaware? I am. I was born and raised in Delaware. I'm from Claymont. Okay. Okay. Claymont. Yeah, see, I'm from Newcastle, so, you know, the only time we went to Claymont was to go to Tri-State Mall for the movies and stuff uh, like that, when it was Chester dang. versus Delaware, but that's going back too far and everything like that. Uh, Chester versus Delaware bumped up and happened several times in history. <laughs> like, it just kept... So it just wasn't my, it just no, wasn't like, my error. And that was a few errors that was Chester versus, oh. Chester versus Delaware. So how you feeling today, lady? I feel great. Okay. I finally got some rest. So that's rest a great is good. thing. And as Jarrell said, you got to get plenty of rest and some water so you can get ready for the next fight. Facts. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> hydrating and everything. <laughs> so what made you get into the travel world? The travel world. I have been traveling all of my life. Um, I believe the first flight that I've ever been on was to Hawaii. And I was six years old. Uh, me and my little brother actually uh, went on the flight by ourselves and we had the flight attendant, you know, bring us over because my dad was in the military and he lives in California. So I'm like, I'm kind of bi-coastal, which is why a lot of people don't even know I'm from Delaware because I'm always out and about. Um, what made me actually um, start my own travel agency was it was another travel agent. Her name is Shell Lewis. Um, she seen me on one of my trips and she said, would you like to get paid doing what you do, what you love to do? You do it anyway. So why not get paid for it? Um, she introduced me to the business and then I proceeded from there. Okay, cool. That's what's up. And I know Shell, 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 she real good peoples and stuff. Yeah. You, 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 you I made a good look hooking up with her and everything like that. Okay. And so, so how long you been doing the job of business? Um, this year has been my fourth year. Um, my fifth year will be, um, coming up this April. Okay. Um, was it hard to build a travel agency, especially for a woman from Delaware? Um, I wouldn't say it's hard to start it, but it's hard to be consistent. Um, you have to formulate a whole like game plan because you're competing with online, you're competing with other travel agents. So you really have to find your personal niche um, and what you have to offer your clients versus the next person. So you're not only dealing with other travel agents and brick and mortar, you're also dealing with, with people like Travelocity, Expedia and things of that sort. Right. Which are, are my suppliers as well. A okay. lot of people don't know that. Um, when you actually go online and book through one of those um, booking engines, you're actually going through somebody's travel agent. You just don't know who you're going through. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. So that's pretty yes. much how they all link up them price line hotels and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Pretty much everybody pulling from the same database, I guess. Right. Okay. So, so I'm just curious, what was the dip like with COVID hit? Oh my gosh. Everything went on a standstill. Yeah. <laughs> when I tell you it, and it, and it, it's so hard to cancel. So like 
say I booked a lot of my clients through Southwest Vacations. In order to cancel, you have to let them know that it's for COVID. Why? Was it because of a cruise cancellation? Um, me letting the customer know um, when they'll get their refund back was damn near impossible because they didn't know them themselves. So they'll be like, okay, we can hold their money here and then they could contact us back. We'll give $600 in credits if they decide they don't want to cancel. Um, it may take six months to a year for them to get the money back. It, it was just, it was chaos. Oh, I um, but luckily for, for, yes. No, not at all. And they're coming to me. I'm like, I don't got your money. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, but luckily, I believe probably 98% of my clients, they didn't cancel. So they actually, they're doing a trip for next year. Um, and they get credits and stuff like that. So it was definitely worth it. But yeah, that it was total chaos. Total chaos and mass confusion. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be cool being a travel agent because, one, you must love to travel and you must travel a lot. And two, you probably get the best deals, like the best deals. Yes, we do. We, <laughs> we do. <laughs> We Yo, have we a lot of things called. Yeah, she, she put her yeah. sneaky voice on. She's like, yes, we do. Yo, because she, she had a Loretta Divine waiting that exhale moment when she said it. Like, yes, we do. <sighs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. And then, like, we have um, different things. Like, for Disney, if we take certain educational classes, they'll pay for us to come and view a lot of their hotels, a lot of their cruise lines for free. They just want us to leave them a, a positive review or a review on how they can improve for our clients. So it's a win-win. So Disney's paying paying for you to come down, check out their hotels, so you can yes. be thorough in your referral to some of your clients and kind of give them a fluff piece, pretty much. Yes. Well played, Disney. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> She got me thinking about career change. It's like, hold on. Listen, listen, I understand how you feel about Goofy, so go ahead, just write something up about him. Hmm? Come down. Oh, snap. All right. <laughs> the princess will be there too. We'll have Mickey around, you know, a little soiree, huh? And then you go ahead, oh, write man. something up. Y'all are too much. Now, Jarrell did tell me outside of doing travel, you're also the COO of a local business uh, called The Venue. Yes. Oh, tell us a little bit yes. about that. So I am the chief chief operating officer of the venue and the venue 2.0 um it's a venue hall um that my cousin is actually the owner of her name is Aisha Watson um and she has me running the venue so we're running it for baby showers weddings corporate events um pretty much everything except for teenage parties yeah you don't want them tearing your spot up and, and, and is it called the venue <laughs> Yes, it's called the venue. Okay, and where's the where's the location? Um, two four oh nine and two four eleven Lancaster Avenue. Oh, okay. Across excuse me, across from the cemetery. <laughs> How you gonna plug it like that? He was just looking for landmarks. You focus on the wrong things. He was just looking but you know for what? <laughs> you know what? Say that... next to Enterprise, something like that. Oh, it is Enterprise there. <laughs> right before the hill. Yeah. <laughs> right before the finish bridge. Ah, 
There you go, right before the hill. Yeah, say, say. this is crazy. <laughs> it's terrible. No, no, listen, listen, you know, it's honest, okay? Look, look I'm sorry. I ain't mean to plug it like that, but uh, my boy KG <laughs> DJ's there, so I went there a couple times to check it out. It was nice, you know, everything. And, yo, uh-huh. the bathrooms was clean. It's rare to find a spot where you got clean bathrooms even in COVID, so I salute you guys oh, wow. on that because the bathroom okay, was clean. Okay. And, and I like how you guys have other vendors there. That, you know that mm-hmm. somebody was there. Some want to support some, other businesses. Some other some other products, products and stuff during the show, and I thought that was cool there, because you know most people they just right. want to get all the money. They don't want to try to get the community involved. They don't want to try to get their peers, their brothers and sisters involved. It's like I want all the money. You can sell your stuff from the all truck, right. but they were in there set up tables. The tables were set up nice and everything. It was really a nice spot. Nice spot. And so Thank like, you. I appreciate that. No doubt. No doubt. So hopefully that cover up that graveyard, Mark. But um, my <laughs> <laughs> my girl loves karaoke, so that's like oh, a spot that if I'm not too tired and too lazy, we'll hit up and everything. Cause you know I'm a little mm-hmm. older now, so I don't like to shut the party down. You know, she, you know she'll go from the beginning to the end. I'm sitting there like fighting <laughs> sleepy man, talking about one more person see me yawn in this place. They're gonna offer me some coffee. Yeah, I seen you in there. Oh, I was like, when he gonna get on the mic? Yo, Chuck, mm-hmm. you ain't see her in there when you was in there? You should have saw her when you had to walk past her, right? <laughs> this ain't the why. Yeah, I was right up in there. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I am a nobody. Jeez. Now, you know what it is. We get so overwhelmed at your beauty, we don't want to stare because we don't want to make us significant others uh, pissed go. off. So it's kind of like we just give you that quick glance like that. Mm. And just keep it moving <laughs> and everything. So he, so he had to, he had to hit the shuffle. He was shuffling past. He, he saw you. This is terrible. But that's what's up. So you you actually got two businesses. So I see why you said you needed some rest. You must be busy around oh, yeah, the clock. I need a lot of rest. I, it, it's more businesses than that that I run. I have a quick question about that. So is it was it difficult or is it difficult to get all the vendors together i've seen before like you'll post on facebook and you'll just say hey i got this going on who can do this i might need kids lunches who can who can all support because you know you'll do different Uh types of events there but like and you'll see like something like that is it ever is it difficult to get all the vendors together um on one accord uh no um a lot of people are they just reach out to me. Um, even if like I can't find somebody, I'm well connected. So I'll hit my boy up or my homegirl up. They know somebody. We're gonna find somebody. <laughs> mm. So it's not hard. So you with nobody and you the plug at the same time? That's crazy. <laughs> you know, some of the best plugs nobody knows. That's why they the plug. So so now we get it. We get it now. Yeah, they don't they don't nobody knows me. <laughs> We get it. She, she that that Homer Simpson meme when you be drifting back in the bush. You know I'm here if I just drift uh, back in the bush. That's what's up. Y'all crazy. Yeah, but we um we have karaoke and Taco Tuesdays every Tuesday, so y'all need to come through. Um, we also collaborate with other venue halls such as um the Wind Factory and Catch Twenty Two. Okay, yeah, cause we, Catch Twenty Two was definitely our hangout for a while, but. You know, COVID, you know, kind of shut them down. We waiting to hear if they're going to come back or whatever because the chef knew what I want. I, I come in there, he'd be like, oh, yeah, you want the double bread with the crab dip. Like, yeah, go ahead and bring me the double bread and the crab dip because that was my thing. Like, that that would make me happy because I'm not in the karaoke, but my girl loves it. So 
I'm her man. I got to go, you know, support her and let her, you know, mutilate songs that I grew up loving and stuff like that. But, man, I was he there for the mutilate. Food. I'm telling her. You know I know her, right? I'm going to tell her this. She already knows this. No. He's told her. <laughs> let, don't, 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 don't let none of this. Oh, he's, he's told her. He's told her. Like, this ain't. And she has cussed me out several times for it. So, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we good. We good. But I keep forgetting, man. It's, it's 2020. These black women sticking together. She's like, oh, no, no. You're not going to be talking about my sister like that. And. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait till we get off this. Yeah, I don't know if you caught it because it was when she paused. She said, "Mutilate." Did she just say mute? <laughs> she was processing to see how see how deep she was going to go with it. She was definitely processing like, "Hmm, he's using words like mutilate." Mm. I gotta watch. I could have said butcher. Yeah, that was harsh. I, I gotta watch. Damn. Clearly, you know. Now, now, but you know, for, for the sure. most part, I'm starting to find enjoyment in going. And one thing mm-hmm. that KG always says, we, we definitely got to get him up on, on the show, on, on the podcast, but KG always says, the more you drink, the better you sound. And he ain't lying. Because there's been times I've been bucked up and them people been singing. I'm like, mm, Gladys ain't got nothing on you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm sitting there. Yeah, you crazy. That's that liquor. And see, I drink whiskey, so, you know, three or four shots, and I'm going to tell you where the slaves are. <laughs> Mm-mm. Three or four shots and some double bread crab dick, baby. He gone. <laughs> yeah. G ain't never gonna let me live that damn. No, I'm not. Oh man. But um, like when we was talking off camera, uh, it it came to me that uh, one of your focuses is to connect black and brown businesses. Um, how's that it working is. out for you? Okay, well, I have a whole calendar of events from this year to next year um, on how to connect uh, black and brown, Um, specifically the children. Um, I grew up basically at the Boys and Girls Club. They raised me for the most part. Um, But there were certain programs that I haven't seen when I grew up. So I always wanted to, um, when I was able to do so, to implement those programs um, that I wanted in the community. Uh, One of them being, um, we just did a few months ago, something called Graffiti Takeover Week. And that's where we got the community involved um, in basically donating into a program. Um, I flew out um, a graffiti artist, um, mural expert from California, flew him to Delaware to teach uh, 14 black and brown kids, um, pretty much from the inner city youth. Um, they had a full week program of how to um, build generational wealth uh, with their craft of art. Um, so that was a very successful program. Uh, we're going to do it again next year. Um, I want to get um, people to travel abroad. So hopefully we can get that going. Uh, but right now that's one of the programs. Um, another program that we're doing is called the Melanin Youth Market. Um, that was very successful. Um, that's pretty much patronizing um, young black and brown um, CEOs. Um, so I have little vendor booths um, set out for them and I ask everybody to come patronize them for the day. Um, the last one we did, every single vendor sold out. If not, they they near sold out. Um, we're doing that um, the day after Black Friday for part two. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different programs that we're doing. Um, 
Sorry, I'm getting distracted over here. <laughs> I'm in an interview. <laughs> okay. Thank you. The panhandlers be rough, don't they? The panhandlers be rough. They be like, oh, she in the car. She told me about it. She got money. Shrimp, I'm in the interview. <laughs> no, that's her people. Hell. What's that? Huh? Yeah, give me some shrimp. Thank you. <laughs> You heard it here first. I'm in a podcast right now. She made a food interview. <laughs> Listen, just throw me some of the ziplock. It's good. Like, like, I'm good. I only need like four or five. Like, <laughs> we do know she is the plug. Right? That's a fact. Somebody's selling some shrimps. They pie them prongs and they pie real cheap. <laughs> so yeah, you go ahead. Y'all need to stop. Yeah, the kind. I, I just need, give me a ziplock full of them, like like you brought from your mama house. The kind, you know. Like, that's how we be feeding my nephew with the leftovers. We used to give him Tupperware. He take forever to give it back. We just put everything in Ziplocs now. He's like, cool, Uncle. I just throw it in the microwave and eat out the bag. I'm like, what kind of homeless shit are you on? Oh man, get down though. But sorry about that, y'all. Nah, nah, it's cool. But uh, real quick, you were talking about, you know, how you reach out and you get other businesses and everything to help. Now, you know, when it comes to our people, it seems like we judge each other way more harsher than we do other businesses. Like other businesses, they could walk on us. They could tell us they don't want to deal with us. And we still run into giving their money. Uh, black or brown business make one mistake. Like they put to me items in one bag. You already on social media talking about, oh, man, yeah. black people can't do nothing right. They always messing stuff up and everything. And I know what you run in two businesses, I know you come across somebody that might be like, they might have went to the, the venue on a bad night. Maybe it was raining and the floor was a little slippery or whatever. They can't talk about uh, floor, that plumbing must have been messed up. The floor was all slippery and stuff. You know how people just exaggerate. How do you deal with that? Like, how? I mean, you can't please everybody. So, I just keep keep it moving. Um, if it's something that's justified, I'll make changes. But other than that, what can you really do? Yeah, you, you could tell them to shut the hell up. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Chuck, that's the best customer service option. <laughs> <laughs> We're not coming back there. <laughs> now, besides being able to travel and get the great perks from your first business, what was your inspiration and motivation to like get into that? Because I know sometimes you got to have down days and if you really don't have a plan, a down day can make the difference of you staying in business or getting out of the business. How does that work with you? I, I do a lot of yoga and uh, music medita meditation. That's all I do. <laughs> No, but I um I pretty much I do community work. So I help to formulate a business called um Sisters Support and Sisters Foundation, uh which is a nonprofit. And that's that's basically how I I don't know. I, 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 would, <laughs> I would take it that yoga does help a lot because uh with me I have to take I have to always count to ten before I say something when I'm heated because if I don't count to 10, yeah. I'm going to say something and mess the whole script up. You know, I might ruin friendships, relationships, whatever. Cause I'm real quick and 
being a photographer for like you don't a, have a filter. Yeah, man, this nigga quick draw McGraw. He ready. <laughs> this nigga's ready. Oh, G G and I have worked together for a while, and he's seen me kind of mature and and ease back a little bit. But it was I was a piece of work before. Yeah. Go ahead and tell her about it, G. Um, Tuck was the type to, he could have a customer on the phone, put that customer on hold, slit somebody's throat verbally, get back to the call like, okay, thanks for holding. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, somebody crying in the corner. Like, he was good at it. To, it, it sometimes when you're dangerously good at stuff like that, Tuck, it just becomes like, that's what I do. So, like, now he's, like, nice. He got a girlfriend and stuff, so he like he, he don't, he, he's not as, like, violent with his words. Like, but he used to, and then, and then oh, he know he got hands. She and mellowed you down. mouth that know he got hands. He wants you, I dare you, right? Like, you're not going to try. <laughs> so then, like, so he was literally moving with that kind of arrogance, like, I wish you would say something. You ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, I've been called the Broad Street Bully, Delaware Debo, <laughs> all sorts what? of crazy stuff. Yeah, what well, I mean, I'm, like It's I, like that. When... Years ago, I was I was the type that I would just, okay. man, we ain't gonna sit here and talk and size each other up. We fighting or not? And as soon as it's a bam, then it's over. No, no, no. But that's after he said something already that like insulted your pride, made you feel insecure, made you feel like 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 he went for the juggler first, right? And then stepped back like, come on, what you gonna do now? Like like, <laughs> like you really gotta hit me because of what I said to you. But it's <laughs> good. Yo, this supposed to be about her, not me. <laughs> Tell us more about the Sisters Foundation. I got to switch the subject. <laughs> He's gonna have people looking at this tumbo. Yo, I, I'm not big oh, man. Oh, so the Sisters Foundation is the non profit you were just Yo, telling us about. Man. Yes, it is the non profit. <laughs> now, is that non profit you started or you joined in with somebody who already started that? No, um, I'm the director of business development. Okay. Um, it was me and of and it's three others, so mm-hmm. it's four of us. We call ourselves the Fab Four. Uh, we put this together. The Fab Four. Um, <laughs> it, the Fab, the Fab oh. Four, fabulous. Did you say the Fat Four? All I heard was Fat Four, and I'm sitting here <laughs> like, hmm. She don't look all that big. Maybe a P H A T. I don't know. Yo. <laughs> This is he burning on me the whole time. <laughs> so yes, um, it's Shar, another girl named Shayna, and another woman named Tawana. We are the Fat Four. Um, basically, the way the reason why we put this together was me and my homegirl Shar. We were we were going through some things, so we started walking. So we started at the riverfront and we thought we was only going to walk for like two miles. But then we started talking. Um, it just felt good. We went all the way to um, Battery Park. I think it was like seven to eight miles long. And we was like, you know what? We need to start putting this together because it definitely helps with anxiety. And, you know, a lot of people don't talk about anxiety in the black community um so we was like wow this could be something huge actually um i put the word out we had like 30 people come we all walked did the same exact walk we was like yo we're gonna start doing this every week we're gonna call it an anxiety walkathon um sisters supporting sisters all black and brown sisters supporting each other 
Um, so we started doing that for a few weeks. Then we started getting into um, black power brunches, um, teaching people how to play tennis, um, just basically support groups for women. Yeah, you got that because the moment you said, oh, we started off down the riverfront and then in Battery Park, I was like, no, nah, that's a hike. <laughs> that's a concrete jungle hike. <laughs> that ain't no yeah. walk. That's a concrete jungle hike. Y'all went through the concrete jungle and got it in. You, you Yeah, because I was with you with the two miles. Then you said uh, the, the riverfront, the Battery Park. I'm sitting there like, no, nah, that ain't no walk around the park. That's... That's, that's some old, the battery like, park. I'm calling I'm calling Uber to ask them to come get me and stuff like that. Be like, look, man, I'm a little sweaty. You could throw some towels or something on the seat, but I need to get home. Oh, I ain't making man. this walk back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all was doing that weekly or bi weekly or something at one point, wasn't it? Every Saturday. Um, right now I think we're probably gonna have our last one next week because it's starting to get cold and then we'll start back up when it's we know uh, how when your the sisters starts. don't like the cold. I can't stand the cold. Our heat got turned on today. <laughs> I thought we Ooh, was, I thought for real? I thought we was gonna make it to at least November, but no, the heat got turned on today. <laughs> it, it got it got turned on, and I don't have no say in it. Yeah, it's so it's miserable. Why you have no say, Tuck? I don't have no say because it's easier to keep warm than to deal with cold. And see, I'm a big dude, so the cold I just hibernate like a bear. But no. Man, Mm-mm. she be yeah. having it hot like lava rock in that mug, and I just be like, "Yo, why am I sweating?" <laughs> like, I just be changing t-shirts in the middle of the night and stuff. I, I flip my. So how do you cool off? off? I got this little punk fan that just sits on my side that blows on me. This was <laughs> like it's like a little piece of paper, like mm, mm. yeah. <laughs> and I just be sitting there thinking cool thoughts and everything, like talking, man, you cool. You like a runaway slave in the other house. <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> they say we gonna be free soon. <laughs> Master, I yeah, wanna I come back I in can. the house. <laughs> oh, it be man. too cold. I'm I'm ready to go back to Cali. It's too cold. See, and that's why. See, that's why people don't always know you because you only stay for the summer months and then you go. You fly off for the winter. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Now, now one thing. Yeah, I used to live in Cali for years. They got good weed out there. That's the best weed in the country. Take this nigga nowhere. The best weed from the, the best weed in the country yeah. comes from Cali, bro. I'm telling you. Is that where you're going? Who me? I ain't going to yeah. Cali. So, how, where you get your stuff from? See, there we go. We're gonna talk about that off camera. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is three phones. <laughs> He ain't lying, cause here go, here go two of them. <laughs> balling. I ain't balling. I ain't balling. I'm about to set that photography camera off. I ain't shot a picture in a month of Sundays and everything. Okay. But you gotta tell, uh, you gotta tell us how to find more information <clears throat> that we can share about your um sister foundation. Because I just knew, of your, um, I just knew of your Instagram page for your travel, but you know I didn't get a chance to get uh-huh. that other link. So definitely, you know, take a okay. moment, go ahead and plug that in for us, and um, 
tell people, you know, how they can find out more or who they can contact and everything about that. We made it very easy. Everything's on our website. Um, SistersFoundationDE.com. Um, you, you're able to become a member on there. You're able to um, do the Sisters Pledge. Uh, we'll have our activities and events um, coming up. Uh, we, I need to put a plug in. Can I put a plug? You sure can. Okay. So for Halloween, we're having a trick-or-treat um, event for the kids. Where we're giving out um, school supplies and candy um, at the riverfront at um, in front of Timothy's, uh, we're teaming up with DJ Tim Dog with that. Um, we're also having a, a day of transformation. Um, it's going to be at the venue hall, where we're going to have an elegant dinner for Kwanzaa for a hundred homeless. Um, they're going to be homeless in transitional homes. Uh, we want to help them get back on their feet. Um, provide support for them. Um, a lot of people in the community are donating clothes. We need um, people that are willing to donate their services as far as um, barbershops, hair salons, um, if anyone has any showers that they can um, lend out. Um, I, don't, I don't know who to reach out as far as bus transportation, but we do want to actually transport them there um, get them showered, fed, like something really nice and elegant. And we want to start doing this every year. Okay. That's what's up. So, um, definitely get that information to Jarrell and we'll put that on the site, but actually I'm friends with Tim dog. So he hit me with the flyer. So I actually have that up on the site. Well, uh, I'm going on the down okay. Timothy's and everything. And, um, my alter ego will be there. Yeah. Cause I have, <laughs> Yo, you uh -oh. say the word nigga quite often. Like I'm noticing, it's like you just do stuff, and I just be like, "Who me?" Yes. At least you're saying it with the a at the end and not the e. <laughs> Absolutely. Like as I was saying, <laughs> I have an alter ego. He comes out around this time of year, and his name is Chubby Chiba. You know, we kind of favor, but he got a big afro, <laughs> wear bell bottoms, and got these cool psychedelic glasses, and he probably oh, will be hot. He probably will goodness. smell like your car and weed. Mm, That's mm, a very specific mm, mm. At the kids' event? He may smell like Jacar and weed. <laughs> <laughs> maybe more Jacar. <laughs> Them kids is there for candy. They ain't there for a smell of fine. <laughs> they, they want the candy. They ain't there for contact mm, either. Mm, mm, okay. <laughs> this is horrible. Oh, man. You know what? Take a phrase from G Man. Let me be great. <laughs> Yeah, let you be great. But nah, definitely get that information about uh, you know, uh the sister foundation and we'll definitely get that up on the site and share the links when we share this episode and everything like that. And um I have to okay. tell you, it's it's been great talking to you. I'm I'm mad that I haven't seen you. I mean, I guess I see I you. I know I'm nobody, but, man. You know, but I'm you, nobody but you the plug. The plug you're not supposed to be seen. Everybody can't know the plug. And the best thing about you're it right, is that you're right. You be you be hosting the you know you be at the event and you could dip out and nobody know. They be like Shane yeah, Shane that y'all ain't checking for me at all. They be like Shane Shane that they were like she made a plate she rolled out. They know her at her event. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what we not going to is act like. <laughs> so they know her at the event. We just don't know her. Period. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just you walk by her at the Y and she's at the main counter. 
That you need to yes. feel bad about. I, 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 no, at the boys listen, and girls. At the boys and girls. Audio was cutting out. I don't even know what y'all talking about. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all be focused on the wrong things? Living in the past. <laughs> moved on. Mm, oh, mm, I did mm, want to mm. say this, right? And I'm good for one of these moments about once every podcast at this point. But I was thinking about something that you had mentioned earlier. Um, so when Tuck had asked you about the uh, knowing, like, having the down days with the venue or, and honestly, even dealing with clientele that doesn't necessarily approach you the right way. And you talked about, hey, you just meditate and things like that. One of the things that, that caught to me is really what you kind of said underlyingly is that you know your purpose. It was one of those weird things that I just kind of picked up on, but because you're like, listen, it don't really hit you the same because I think a lot of the things that you are doing, you said you do for the community. So because of that, when people kind of, when the financial feels like it's a little nervousness, like, all right, I don't know what's about to happen here. It's like, but but you know what you're doing is bigger than you. When you when you start to, like, the minute you mentioned, you know, entrepreneur classes for the youth and um, a, a youth market. By the way, for me, these are things that keep kids off the street. These are things that stop kids from, from, from selling drugs, from moving guns, from doing all, all, all that stuff because it still puts money in their pocket. They still get to feel value and get to feel important with, while not putting themselves in a the position to be in danger or in jail. So, like... I ultimately definitely salute that. And I think kind of having that purpose as a bigger picture, even with the sisters foundation and, you know, all, all the uplifting things you're doing, I think that that kind of supersedes a lot of the negative moments that could even happen because you know that what you're doing is bigger than all of this. Yo, see, that's why I love G cause G would give us that SNL monologue at the end of every podcast. He'd be like, yo, cause <laughs> You know, I'm so busy talking to you and everything like that, you know, trying to make sure, you know, I keep you entertained and everything like that. G back there, like the mad professor, and he'd be like, okay, we got to wrap this up, but I noticed that. And then, and then he kicked the stuff out there. I know people look at this podcast and be like, yo, big dude, funny, but yo, the one in the hat, yo, he got that wisdom. He got that wisdom. Y'all heard of Michael Eric Dyson? Yeah. Yeah, you just gave me that moment. Right. Right, like, like that's that's gonna be its own clip on the podcast. This is gonna be like, all right, G, go ahead and wrap this up. Well, what I gather from here is <laughs> it just goes all in and everything. Y'all just gonna talk about me like I'm not here. Okay, cool. I, I do that all the time. <laughs> As a matter of fact, quick little story about me and oh, G. Oh man, when when me and G first met, I, I immediately took to him like he was a little brother. And I treated him like a like he was a little brother. Mind you, we're in a corporate environment, and I would come by and just be like, "Hey, what's going on, Jay?" Just, just like sunning him. No, He's like, no, no, no. He would give me a noogie. I'm, I, you I, I would be in a professional him? environment. I'm talking about with a button down blazer. I got like a slack on. I'm, I'm professional out right now. Here, here come this nigga. Hey, <laughs> like, all right, cool, cool. All right, we're going to do this in front of in front of directors and VP. You right? All right, all right, bro. And then to move on. All right, Tuck. Thanks, bro. I don't think I was that bad. Okay, I'm telling you, you were. You were. Nah, you was. You was a big brother at, at a professional environment where you could be you. And yeah, mm-hmm, you were. I mean, it, it was. I just escaped the line, kind of, you know, corporate wise and stuff like that. I wasn't HR's favorite person. Favorite? Nigga, they hate you. Oh, you try <laughs> to do what you want. Yo, they. Like I said, this is about her, not about me. I'm gonna just say this. I had to watch how often I talked to him in public. Now that's bad. Oh, you with him? Hey. Yeah, Kalani had no filter, and I really didn't have no filter at work, so it'd be nothing for me to be like walking by. It'd be a director with an earshot, and I'd be like, "You's a dumb motherfucker." 
And the director was like, oh, that's Tucker, don't worry. Oh, Shayna, I can tell you, you, you know that girlfriend you got, that mouth is mad reckless, but she funny as hell. So, like, you would watch where yeah. you would take her because you know how she gets, but you always going to talk to her because she funny as hell. <laughs> Meet me Tucker. Oh, that was him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Tucker. That's tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for there. checking out this episode of the podcast. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out the site at www.boardande.com. And social media, is uh, everything is Boardande. Uh, we got our store open, so we got T-shirts, uh, face mask, and we got shot glasses. I would show you one now, but that's what I got my weed in. But um, I didn't want to put that on the screen and everything like that. You see, it's right there. Please don't. Not when I'm on here. Yeah, I ain't going to do that. But but I know you saw it when you came in, didn't you? Didn't didn't, didn't. Okay. Shane, Shane, it's been real. It's been real great doing this with you and everything. I thank you for taking your time out and making the sacrifices because you you want you know we need you to have headphones on so we didn't have to work with the audio so much. So you sat in your car. You got offered some shrimp. The white guy kept walking back back and forth and everything. This is gonna make great footage. Great footage and everything. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for allowing me to be on your platform. Oh, no problem. And um, one last time, just go ahead and um, drop all your uh, social media links and everything like that, because I, I do have the Instagram, but I don't know if you do Twitter, and I don't know if you're on Facebook or anything like that. And if we're friends on Facebook, I'm sorry. I just be hitting the OK button half the time. And don't I really know, know. You don't, you know, nobody's checking for me. Wow. <laughs> we're going to start checking um, I, for you now. I, I, <laughs> listen. My Facebook is how, go ahead. No, I was gonna say next time a white dude walk past, ask him if Black Lives Matter. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Stop! <laughs> Everything is the travel Moreno, okay? T H E T R A V E L M O R E N A. We got that. That's what's up. We got that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap this episode up again. Uh, my name's Tuck. That guy in the back is Jarrell. And the beautiful Shayna Shane. I just be wanting to say Dana Dane. <laughs> wow. Why? Because it just rhymes. No, you. That's the age difference. That's why I ain't know her in the club. She don't know who Dana Dane is, my G. I promise you, no clue. People, listen, people say Shayna Shane. That's how you say my name. Like Diamond Cuts. <laughs> Like flavor play. <laughs> That's how they say Shane and Shane. Oh man. I can't. Hey, everybody, man. Thank you for checking this out, man. We're gonna go ahead and log off. <laughs> Y'all gonna have a good night. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>